remember the good old days. But you know, some of the good old days wasn't good for some folks. So this is a good day. One of the things I want to talk about this morning is uh, uh, you all are doing well. Remember, uh, masks are optional, right? And the, the, where the white tape's at, uh, back there, you have to wear a mask. Only people want to wear a mask. You got the whole other place. If you want to sit beside somebody with a mask and you don't care if they have one on, sit in place in the church. All right? One of the things that we try to do over here is find, once we find of God's purpose for us. Once we find God's purpose for us, remember Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. And what he, the best way to do that is for people to start searching for things on their own and are not allowing the Holy Spirit to introduce them to themselves. You see, we should be living to what he's called us to do not we called us to do. And that's what this message is going to be about. That's right. It's not who I am in my eyes. It's who I am in God's eyes. That's right. I heard a man say, it's one, uh, people worry about what's going on around them. And you all need to teach your children better than this. And many of you all have suffered because of some of the things that people have said to you in your life as, as a child. Most of this stuff starts at childhood, right? And so if a, if a, a parent's not careful, they become the audience, okay? instead of the parent, right? But you want to teach your kids that there's only one audience. That's God. That's right. You see, yeah, that is God. We want to be God-pleasers and not man-pleasers. And that's why I use this uh, affirmation, winning is a habit. Have you ever noticed the people that win all the time are usually the same folks? You know, we watch, we watch, and every now and then, someone comes up and does something good like uh, the final four, we'll look at that, uh, or the final eight, I think it was, when this team came up, uh, uh, St. Peter's, I think it was, came up and everybody was, everybody was like, wow, they're a Cinderella team. They didn't think they was a Cinderella team. They thought they were a basketball team right. playing in a tournament, right. all right? But when the ultimate thing came down to it, we looked at the teams that were the best, here they are, they got in the final four, all right? And so we, we cheer those people on and we think who should have done what? No clue. Because we are their fans, but we don't know what's in them and what's, what motivates them. But one of the things is the Bible says, say the Bible says. The Bible says. Yeah, the Bible says guard your thoughts. Didn't it say guard your thoughts? That's right. And it says so is a man thinketh, so is he. So if so is a woman thinketh, so is she. All right, so what we got to do is watch our way of thinking. That's right. And your affirmation is winning is a habit. We want to be on the winning side. As a Christian, listen to me, as a Christian, okay, you represent Christ. You, that's the winning side. That's right. You're already on the winning side, you see, so we understand it. Then the next thing said, watch your what? Watch your thoughts. We got to watch our thoughts. You see, if you, when you think of yourself as little, you'll be little. You see, and so what I try to do is get you all to understand. Once you are baptized with the whole, give your life to Christ, baptized with the Holy Spirit, you you don't you get get away from your thoughts, your old thoughts, and people's thoughts, because greater is you, greater is He that's in you than He is in the world. That's right. Right. And so your thoughts become your beliefs. There are people that are living beneath their beliefs. Mm -hmm. or, excuse me, belief what God would have them to be. 
because somebody told them something crazy and they believed it. That's right. They didn't guard their thoughts. They didn't guard their hearts. And so you have to do that, all right? So it says, watch your beliefs. They become your words. The next thing you have, and you have to watch it with your kids and watch it with yourself. If you have a young person in your home and they begin to start comparing themselves to other people, you need to, you need to nip that in the butt right quick. Yes, when you, or yourself. When you start uh, comparing yourself to other people that I don't look like so-and-so and I don't have this and I don't have that, that's a dangerous place. And it's really dangerous for children because the next thing they do is they begin to look down on themselves. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so uh, there's a lot, and probably in here, there's a lot of people living lower than God would have them to be. You all right? And you need to understand that, right? Watch your words. That's it. Watch your words. Well, I ain't. No, 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 no. Get, get, get that out of, get that out of you. You can't get those things. Everyone in here is very unique. That's right. There's nobody like you. There's nobody like you. And there's nobody uh, uh, has your purpose. Nobody has your purpose, right? God made you unique, and only nobody can do it like you do it. That's right. If you stay in His will. You know, your next thing, remember, your words become your actions. Have you ever seen somebody, you watch a child, uh, and some of you may have been that child, that was sitting in the classroom? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see? Because words become what? Actions. And that person begins to think, well, I'm not. I'm not. You got to be careful with that. And we need to do better with teaching our children those things. Their, their actions are determined by what somebody else says, and that can take you someplace that it can take a lifetime to get out of. Yeah. And some of you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then they become your habits. Mm -hmm. You know, you have these, these, your habits are, well, it doesn't matter. I didn't think I was going to win anyway. <clears throat> you see, I hear sometimes that there are women that will get in abusive relationship, men too, but women that are getting in abusive relationships will start saying, I deserve this. Mm. <laughs> yeah, study it. That's right. they, be, you know, they think they deserve this. And a lot of that comes from, well, they might, might have watched how daddy done mama. That's right. Or how daddy done them. Yes, you understand? And so they think they deserve that, okay? and it becomes a habit, and you've watched them, they'll leave one person that's abusive and go to another person that's abusive. Are you with me? Or, or some of them, when it gets too hard, they quit. It's just too hard, I can't do this. And there was one step away from being successful. You see? One step away from being successful, but some things are just hard. Watch your habits, remember that. They become your character. You got to watch your habits. You'll be, they become your character. You see, you got to watch what you look at. Watch what, who, you, who you're around. Watch what you eat. You see, watch, hey, they become your character. And so what we're talking about here is we want to get out of that. It's a disease. It's a disease that you may have never heard of. You know, this, this is, it becomes our spirit. Let's say that. This is a spirit this that we want to talk about, a spirit, and the spirit is. This is the spirit of self-disintegration. The self-disintegration. Y'all know what disintegration is? Self-disintegration. 
you got to be careful with that. You see, some people, yeah, self-disintegration. And, 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 and they've got everything that they need. They're, I mean, they're equipped. God has equipped them with the tools, but they do what? Self-disintegration. Are you that person? You need to ask yourself, are you that person? Many of us know some people around us. I hope it's nobody in here. And if it is, we'll get rid of it today. You see, know people like that. The best of the best never made it because of self what? Disintegration. You see, I tell people that all the time and they kind of look at me and wonder, what are you saying? I'm saying, there's more potential. I said, in the graveyard and, in, and incarcerated Right. than you could ever think of. That's right. You see, because they had it, but all of this other stuff got into their life. And, 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 and you know, you're not going to make it, but you ain't going to be nothing no how. Mm. You see, you see, you understand that? You see, we just now, women know what I'm talking about. Women are now getting in, in positions in, in, the, in this country that they should have been in 100 years ago. And been there all that time, but then there's some of those women that fought it. That they fought it. They said, "Now you don't determine who I am." You see, and it was harder for them to get to where they at, and they got there, and then they wanted to pay them less. Well, y'all know the deal, you see. But they didn't allow that self-generation to get to them. All right, y'all understand what I'm talking about? You see, you know where that starts at. You all got all these kids playing sports and all this and that, you better teach them this. Mm -hmm. It's got to start here. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You see, not who you think they ought to be and not who they think they are, but what God has given them the tools to be. That's right. Because whatever God has given them the tools to be, they will be better and more successful than anybody else can imagine. Mm -hmm. You see, you know, you can, you can be just a little girl running around playing with your friends and going to high school, going to college, and wind up being an uh, African-American lady and be on the Supreme Court. Yeah. She had no idea, her parents had no idea, her friends had no idea. But look, she kept digging, kept digging, kept working, kept working, you see? And every time they try to knock her down, she was already done had bumps and humps, but she will be in there. You see, that could have been your child. Some of you got grandkids. You're supposed to be teachers. You're supposed to be motivators. You see, you, you take them to the scriptures and they're supposed to believe in who God created them to be. You see, and even in here today, you know, that age thing drives me crazy. People talking about, I'm gonna retire from this and I'm not gonna do this. In a few uh, week or so, a few days or so, Sister Gwen and I to go to get our taxes done, okay? And this little bitty old lady, will come in and she does our taxes. She's got to be close, to, probably in her 80s. I guess she forgot. I guess she forgot. You see, you understand what I'm saying? You got to come on, people. You're here for a reason. Well, we're going to talk about how we can get discouraged if we listen to other people and not listen to God. Here we go. Let's go back to self-disintegration, Pastor. Okay. Do any of you possess this spirit? You belittle oneself? Yeah, that's belittle oneself. That's the I can't. You remember years ago, some of you remember, because you was in the church, and I talked about a disease called the butts. Mm 
That's right. Yeah, and when I said I'm gonna talk about a disease, everybody was like, oh no, he didn't say yeah he did. That's right. You see, but they went they went down, I went up, you see? Yeah, I could but come on. No. There's no buts. That's a disease. It's a bad spirit. It's not yes I can. All right? Also means to cause low self-esteem. And it causes low, hey, you, you belittle oneself. Watch that. When a person, when a child begins to deliver oneself and they start wanting to be like somebody else, you need to get that straight really quick. Really, really quick. You see? I remember years ago, uh, there was a movie out called The Invitation of Life. You all had to be old to know that one. And this young lady, uh, as a little girl, she was African-American, and her little white friend was white, and she, she didn't want to play with the, her doll because she wanted to play with the little white girl's doll. And you go through the whole movie, you ought to get it out. She wanted to be white, so she hated her mother for being blamed on her mother for who she was. And it cost her a tough life. Still happens today. Still happens today. Don't you understand what I'm talking about? You see? Pastor, lastly, self-disintegration equals an inferior complex. And an inferior complex. You're going to find out here in this lesson we're doing today of a group of people. An inferior complex. Do you know that there are some places, do you all think I'm a pretty good teacher? Amen. There are some places that, you know, I couldn't go talk to the people because I don't have a degree. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, they, they said, well, well, we, they, we want to know about your degree. Said, but I would not allow that to stop me from being here, you know, you know, because I have a gift, the gab. My mother used to tell me, you talk too much. <laughs> and she, they, she called me Chester. Chester, you will say anything. You got to watch out what you say, because there's one thing I wasn't afraid of was to talk. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You see? And guess what? God had given me that gift of gab, and he anointed it, and it's called a teacher. That's right. That's right. Are you with me? You see? And so, you see, we need to recognize that. You see, you know what the spirit of discerning is? The spirit of discerning helps you to discern what the Holy Spirit and what adverse forces are. People, you need to start praying to the Holy Spirit to reveal to you how to help your children to get through what God would have them to get through. That's right. You see, as a coach, we have to do it all the time. We, there, there are kids that have a lot of full talent, a lot of talent, and we don't, nobody thinks they have talents. Their parents say, well, you don't need to be going out for that. You see? And so they never get a chance. But there are some others say, well, let's try it. Prayed about it. God direct me and guide me and help me to help my child to be who you created my child to be. Guess where else it should be? In y'all's marriages. That's right. It ought to be in your marriages. You see, and you single people ought to be looking for a person that'll help you get there. They ought to see something in them. Excuse me, there ought to be something in them. They see something in you that they can help you become complete and something in you can look at them and help them come complete. That's how it goes. That's how it works. We can remember, man is born incomplete with the capacity to be complete, right? right. That's right. Because if, if we men, let me tell you uh, something, right? We were made from dirt. That's right. Yes. Women were, God said it was not good for us to be by ourselves. That's 
Don't be looking at me crazy. That's what the Bible says here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It says it, man was made from dirt. That's why if you read your Bible, right? And he said it's not good for man to be alone. Did he not say that? That's right. So we know it's not good for us to be alone, right? And she took a rib from where? Me. From man. Now women don't be saying you were made from dirt. Now be careful. Don't be saying that. You see? But you understand that. You see? We need to be looking for someone to help us to complete our lives, men and women, yes. period, yes. you see? And you ought to figure that out when you're running around with these people. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead on, please. Let's learn something. Yes. Turn with me to Deuteronomy. I'm going to read chapter 1, verse 21. It says, the Lord your God has given you the land. So then listen, the Lord your God has given you the land. Listen to this very careful. The Lord of God has given you your land. Mm -hmm. Go up and take possession of it as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, told you. Said, so this is pretty simple. God has given you well, the land. Go up and take care of it. Right, He's promised it. it. All right? Be not afraid. Do not be discouraged. And be just not, don't be discouraged. So if, it, if he's saying this, listen to me. If he's saying this to the people, be not discouraged. He's letting you know there's going to be some things there to discourage you, but you shouldn't be discouraged. That's right. That's right. You understand it? That's why a lot of people are not rich. And some people are. They, you know, some folks lose, but they hang on in there and then they That's right. win. That's right. All right. So God has promised you some things, okay? So be not discouraged. That is the key. Be not discouraged. So he's telling you, don't be afraid. And, and be not discouraged. And you all have heard me say that the, uh, uh, the best weapon against fear is faith. That's right. In God's word. Yeah. That's right. All right. Now turn to Numbers chapter 13. And this is a story uh, where the children of Israel were told this. Now God's already told them. The ancestors already told them this. You see? Do you know that the world is in a tough situation, right? A lot of stuff going on in the, on in the world, right? That's right. But guess who it doesn't affect? The children of God. That's right. It doesn't affect the children of God. All right? In verse 1 and 2, it said, The Lord said to Moses, Send some men to explore the land of Canaan, which I'm giving to the Israelites. All right. That's because they got all upset, and God said, Okay. And I'm about to, really, I said, I'm about to sick of y'all. Send some folk up there to see it. They should have listened to him. And if they really trusted him, they wouldn't have to send anybody up there. That's right. You see? He said, I gave you the land, right? Yes. Come on, here we go. Mm -hmm. He said, from each ancestral tribe, send one of its leaders. Yeah, and you know, must send each, you know, there are different tribes, send one of its leaders. One of its leaders to go up there. Shouldn't have had to send anybody. He promised you that. Wasting time. Wasting time fooling around trying to figure it out yourself. He promised it. He said it. Live on his promises. Right. It's just like me sitting up here right now telling you, you're wonderful people. You're created, in the, you're created in the eyes of God. There's nobody like you. God has got something in you that he wants to use to make this place a better place. Right? Be satisfied with who God has you to be. Right. Quit striving to be something that God didn't have you to be. Quit looking to be something God didn't qualify you to be. That's right. You see, 
most of you are listening to me, but you don't believe it. Mm. Now that's just pastor talking. I didn't write anything in here. Wish I had it, but I didn't write anything in there. This is where it is, right? Guess who you are? Guess who you? I was born, and I didn't know my daddy. There's some people in here, and I didn't have a mama. You born again? Yes. You got a daddy and a mama. Amen. That's right. In Christ Jesus. Yes. Right? Yes. No excuse. Yes, sir. No, sir. No excuse, sir. That's how we roll over here. That's right. Right? All right. Then in verse 26, it said, They came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community at Kadesh in the desert of Paran. There they reported to them and to the whole assembly and showed them the fruit. Well, of the it was land. just the fruit. They went up there and they saw the fruit, just like God said. Yes. You shouldn't have had to go up there and spy on it. If God said it, it's up there. Okay? They if gave you, Moses if you, this hold account. On a if you do what the Bible says, read the book of Ephesians. Families, yes. study the book of Ephesians and do what it says. There'd be no divorces. There'd be no abuse. Mm -hmm. That's right. There'd be great and strong and powerful families. Yes. You ain't got to go see. Right. Read it and let it be. Mm -hmm. All right. Again, after they showed them the fruit of the land, they gave Moses this account. And they, now they gave Moses this account. Shouldn't have had to give Moses an account. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but they did because the people were afraid. Go ahead. We went into the land which you sent us, mm -hmm. and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. Well, wow. How did how does that? How do you figure? God told you it was that. Yes. It was just like God told you. You y'all with me? Yeah, All right. You know something's coming. Yeah, here we go. Here it is, verse twenty-eight. Uh, but the people who live there are powerful. Yep. They and got the, the butts. They got the butts. But the people were powerful. That had nothing to do with. There are people that are smarter than you. Yes. Okay. But you can get a job over people that are smarter than you. That's right. That's right. Because you are under the power of God, yes. not the power of man. Amen. Are y'all with me this morning? Yeah. All right. They said, and the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw descendants of the Anak there. I mean, come on. He then told you, don't get discouraged. Did he not tell them up front, don't that's get right. discouraged? So he meant, don't get discouraged because there's going to be some things that you're going to see that's going to distract you. But don't get discouraged, lean and depend on my words. That's right. All right. Said the Amalekites live in the Negev, the Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites live in the hill country, and the Canaanites live near the sea along the Jordan. And amen for, I laughed at Brother Cow. He got to do all that because I don't know about that. Just names. I'd have just said the people. The some folks. Yeah. That's right. They're just people. Right, here we go. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, We should go up and take possession of the land. Now, here's somebody saying, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What are we doing? What are we listening to other we go let's go get what God has promised us to get. Now, what are you doing? 
Why do you come to church every Sunday and get prayed for? You come up here. You're getting prayed for, getting, getting teaching and getting all of this. And my old folks saying, you hear me hauling around. Go get what's yours. That's right. That's right. You see what I'm saying? It's a promise. And you all have heard me say there's two, there's only two things God can't do is lie and fail. All right. Caleb said, for we certainly can do it. Caleb, he, Caleb's ready to go. We certainly could do it. He must have been a Cinderella guy. Mm. You see? Anybody does something, I'm talking teams. That's a Cinderella thing. Ain't no Cinderella thing. They believe they could do it, and they went out there and took care of business. That's right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's right. We can do it. I'm going to tell you something half of you ain't going to believe. You can do it. That's right. Hey, yeah, can. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. Okay. And then verse 31, another but. But the men who had gone up with him said. Here we go. Anytime somebody has got something positive to say, there's going to be somebody's bodies that's got something negative to say. Right. You see? Here we go. Mm -hmm. We can't attack those people. We, what? We can't attack those people. Don't have to. I ain't got to fight him. God has promised me that, then he'll do the fighting. That's right. All I got to do is wait till he gets through doing what he does and, and receive the blessing. Because he promised it to me. And whatever God has promised to you, no man, no woman, no beast, no nothing can take it away from you if you trust him. You see? Again, he said, we can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. Wait a minute. This just hurts me when he's getting ready to read this, but I'm going to let him read it. Okay. And they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. Here they go. They didn't forgot about God's promises, forgot about what they saw, and started talking in the church. Yep. I hope he doesn't mind. Well, me and Brother Gerald were just excited a while ago. You don't mind, do you? Yeah, you lost weight. You're getting down to me now, so I wouldn't want you running up here. All right. <laughs> he was talking about. Y'all know. Y'all love me, don't you? He was talking about him and his wife, how blessed they'd been since they'd been in Christ Temple North. He Amen. just said it a few minutes out there. Amen. Trusting. You see? That meant God sent him, sent them here. That's right. God ain't gonna send you someplace where you stay ignorant. You see, I can stay home. And you see, and I hope some more of you say that. Amen. God puts you in a place to motivate you to get to where you're supposed to be and to give you the joy and to receive all the promises and the blessings and a life of abundance like He promised you. That's right. That's all right. Goes on to say, they said the land we explored devours those living in it. It does what? Devours those living in it. I didn't know. They ain't been up here but a few minutes. Yeah, what happened to milk and honey? <laughs> right? Anytime somebody comes up with something positive, there's going to be somebody up here talking about something negative. And that's why sometimes you shouldn't even tell people. Why are you putting your application for that job? You know you ain't qualified. Oh, come on here. That's right. 
You see, you are a black woman. You will never get on the Supreme Court, not in this country. Oh, you know somebody said it. Come on and give me that. Right. You're a little bitty college. You're not going to be in the final eight. It's always somebody that's going to try to talk you down out of the blessings God has bestowed for you. And the bad part about it could be somebody that's sitting next to you. Come on. Somebody in your family. All right. He continued and said, all the people we saw there are of great size. They're big. They're bigger than us. We saw the Nephilim there. The descendants of Anak come from the Nephilim. Go ahead. Okay. We seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes. <laughs> we seem like what? Grasshoppers in our own eyes. And we look the same to Yeah, them. and we look the same. You don't know what they looked at. You, matter of fact, you snuck up there anyway. <laughs> they didn't even see you. Yeah. You see, remember, remember what, he, what we read a while ago? We look, at, we look like grasshoppers in our own eyes. And to them. And to them. You don't know what other people look, think of you. That's right. You don't know what other people see in you. That's right. But wait, wait, your thoughts. Watch your thoughts. That's right. Your thoughts will become your actions. That's right. And you'll be thinking, you'll be thinking, you'll be hopping around like a little grasshopper. And there's, some, there's something called a grasshopper complex. Right. And we don't want you to be ready to go. Uh, some people have a grasshopper complex, and it doesn't matter how much you teach them and how much you're trying to tell them, how you try to motivate them, what you do to inspire them, they have a, they have a grasshopper complex. That's right. And guess what they look at themselves as? That's right. Grasshopper complex is when you see yourself small and insignificant in your own eyes. Wow. Therefore, Wait, you let, me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Some of you can't handle this, okay? Let me talk to the ladies. Say amen. amen. You're beautiful in God's eyesight. Amen. Thank you. You're beautiful in God's eyesight. Amen. There ain't nobody like you. You see? Quit letting him tell you who you are, who you ain't. Yeah. Men, the same way. That's right. So culture tell you, well, y'all them. You know, you're not able to be a family man. Yeah, you are. Amen. You see? But if you got that grasshopper complex, you're going to listen to what they say. That's right. Okay. Again, therefore, you believe everything and everyone around you who sees the same thing about you. If you start thinking of you as a grasshopper, they will start thinking of you as a grasshopper. That's right. That's right. Do you understand me? Yes. If you think of yourself less than other people, other people will start thinking you less than them. That's right. Amen. This is scripture. What are you doing here? They forgot all about God's promises, DJ. They forgot his promises. And they started listening to other folks, and they become like grasshoppers. And now the whole half of the congregation thinks they're grasshoppers. Only two out of 12 thought they were really, really worthy of what God promised them. I'm not a math teacher, but two out of 12 can't be very good. 20%. And that's, I hope there's more than 20% of the people in this church sitting there listening to me know better. Know better. You know better. I hope you hear me, uh, God, Holy Ghost, 
put this in their conscience and in their spirit. And when somebody says something negative to them, they'll hear Pastor Phil say, what are you doing? You're a child of God. Get up. Go get your milk and honey. He promised you that. You see? All right. Now let's look at the recovery commentary, Pastor. Okay. It said, the words of the ten men here reveal their perception of themselves. See, they revealed the perception of themselves. It said, next to them we felt like grasshoppers, and that's what they thought too. Next to them we felt like grasshoppers. And so we think, because we think of that, they felt that too. The Israelites failed to see themselves as God saw them. Christ Temple North, how do you see yourself this morning? Mm. Do you see yourself as a grasshopper? Or do you see yourself as God sees you? That's right. All right. God saw them as his chosen people, backed by the promises of the creator of the universe. God had promised to give them the land of Canaan. He promised me that I could live a blessed life. Amen. He promised me that, that I'd live a blessed life, okay? As we face life's greatest challenges, you see, some people got it kind of wrong. You know, I went up to the uh, doctor to get the, uh, the PSAs going up crazy again, and so I went and got all the blood tests, feeling good, feeling great, and my doctor, my oncologist, says, uh, this, 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 I'm a little concerned about this, okay? And so there, he said, this is what we're going to do. Because, you know, I do the trials, right? So this is what we're going to do. We're going to quit giving you medicine that lasts like six months, did he say, or something like that. Sister Gwen knows better than me. Uh, every six months, and, and, and we're going to do a bunch of different tests. We're going to do all these and a whole bunch of tests. And uh, we're going to put you in this machine, and then uh, we're going to do uh, maybe an uh, uh, infusion. What is it? I'm going to look at your mouth. What is it? Now, listen to me. So, and when I was trying to tell some people, they were like, oh, Pastor, the reason, see, I'd done a prayer. Okay. And I, I got to say, now, I'm sick of going through taking all these pills. <laughs> got to watch what you pray for. Mm-hmm. Did I say <laughs> And so when I went there, they said, we're trying to knock this out so that you don't have to deal with coming, us changing medications every few months, all right? Six weeks to two to a month, I'll be taking chemo, okay? I'll be looking just like I'm looking here, it's just chemo. That's right. That's right. I done been right. for it before. Folks act like I was ready to die. No, guess why? It's because I prayed and asked God, yes, give me a total healing. But some people, yes, the reason we'll put it on the website is I want you to go through the journey with me. Yes, sir. I don't want to pray. I want you to see it, Amen. how you react yes. and act. You see? What you see, you can be. I want folks to see 
all that stuff. Yeah, all these, and there's some more stuff they were talking about. And guess how I worried about it I was, Brother Gerald? I went to sleep. Gwen had to take the notes. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you know I can't even pronounce those words and stuff. Those words. You see, I'm not like Kyle and Gwen. They get them big words. I can't do all that. So I took me a little cat nap, and she wrote it all down, right? And do what you got to do. Right. There's that's nothing right. greater than to have somebody that you sing that's going to live on God's promises, right? Live on His promises and know that what you go is what you go through. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. So don't be feeling sorry for me. Be grateful that, hey, look, our pastor, look, look at him, he's going again. I can surely go through my stomach ache. That's right. Come on, come on, that's right. You see, that's, that's my beliefs. I believe that, yes, sir. you see, you know, as I told the, uh, Sister Gwen, I just had, and I told you all that, my colonoscopy a couple months ago, they say we'll see you in five years. I'll be 80. If I pass that one, we'll see you in five years, and I say, I'll probably say not likely. But maybe. You see what I'm saying? That's right. You can't be afraid of dying and live That's right. God's promises. That's right. Period. You see what I'm saying? All right, I got a little caught up in myself. Go ahead. It's all right. Again, as we face life's greatest challenges, our self-perception needs to come from our faith in God. There's what comes from where? Our faith in God. Comes from where? Our faith in God. Comes from where? Our faith in God. Where it comes from? All right. Not from the difficult problems we face. Not from the problems. It comes from our faith in God. Not from the problems. All right. What did you think you was going to be over here and get away with everything? Where is that place at? You know where it's at? I know where it's at. It's called heaven. Amen. And I ain't homesick. That's right. All right? You're going to have some difficult times. You see? When you're trying to, get, when God tells you that you blessed, he's told you, be of good courage. He will strengthen you. He will empower you. Right? to receive his blessings. That's right. You may have to go through something, but don't have that grasshopper complex. Amen. All right? Church, we must realize that God loves us and has promised to help us overcome the adversity and sins in our life. God promised us this. If he promised you that, it meant you was going to have to go through something sometimes. That's right. That's right. Amen. Where am I at? Last paragraph. Okay. It says, the minority report of Caleb and later that of Joshua emphasized God's power to overcome even the greatest problems. And this is what we want to see in some people we know. That they are, we're watching them trusting in God and using the faith that God has in them. We need to see people. Some people need to go through. That's right. And God will give, he knows who can go through it and handle it and who can't handle it. You see? Their faith enabled them to see problems, not as obstacles, but as opportunities for God to demonstrate his power. That is great. 
Yeah. What is any greater than God using, I'll just use me because you may not want to do it, God using pastor as a vessel to show you his power right. and to demonstrate his power in you. You see? You know, we can't get up here, well, some can. You can't get up here preaching every Sunday, everything's going to be all right. What world is that? You, you see, that's a lie. It's a lie. It ain't always going to be all right. And if, can I do my favorite thing? And if you ain't ran into something, keep living. All right. It says the basis for faith was God's promise to rescue his people from their enemies. He said he's going to rescue them from their enemies. That's all they needed to know. Let's go and get what God has promised us. Let's go and claim it. He said it, we believe it, we're going to claim it. That's right, that's right. Amen? Amen. All right. And here's the key, church. When we have an active faith uh, in God. What kind of faith? What kind of faith? An active faith. What kind of faith? Active faith. In God. Our view of life and its challengers will emphasize the positive rather than the negative. It's going to be, it's going to represent the positive rather than the negative. Man, that, that is, that is just Awesome. I wish I had a thought of that myself. <laughs> that is so awesome. That's good stuff. You see? I think it's okay, I think that you've got a lesson that will help you for the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, in a couple of months, a couple of months, a month, or in a month, if, so, if I do the chemo, and if I really get sick, guess what they do? We don't hide. Pastor don't hide nothing, right? right. It'll be on the website. Right. <laughs> Isaac will get up here, and he'll tell you what's going on, or Sister Gwen, because I don't get into all that. I'm just, I'm the guy they just use. <laughs> <laughs> and then if I don't feel good and feel weak, I stay home. Right? right? And you all will do what? I'll watch you all on live stream. Right. <laughs> right. All right. So that's what we do here. We are victorious people. We will live a victorious life because we have faith. Fear cannot enter us because we have faith and faith kicks fear out. Period. Amen. All right. All right.